Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Hackmaster Ralph Kirby-Bash, MD, Andy Brandt Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. Special guest Ocean Robbins, uh, the 31-day food revolution. Catherine loves these guests. <laughs> I do. do like a food revolution. <laughs> she likes her food revolution. Should be interesting, and and I'm glad that Dr. Basham's in, so we can you know take a gander at it from the medical profession. I like it. We'll be back right after this, Tom Bernard Show. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. We're rocking out, man. Neil Diamond. Where it began. I can still hit the post after all these years. What do you think? <laughs> yes, it's all true. Why Neil Diamond today? I don't know. <laughs> I, I wanted to do it. I love Neil Diamond. Although one of the greatest things I ever heard was when you guys saw the Neil Diamond impersonator in his name. Oh How brilliant is that? What was it? Neil Zirconian. Zirconian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neil Zirconium. Yeah. And Catherine, right in front of the entire crowd, thank God Neil didn't hear it. Catherine goes, this guy sounds just like Neil Diamond. <laughs> Neil Diamond sucks. <laughs> I don't think he sucks. I've never really been said. a huge fan. <clears throat> well, it's kind of simple music. Well, it's, just kind of, you know, I don't know. I Women at the home. I almost think Neil Diamond's like his own parody. I just <laughs> I find him yeah, highly entertaining, yep. you know. And it yeah. kind of just brings that joy and laughter whenever you hear it. You just, you know, Sweet Caroline, that's the go-to karaoke or how do you say it, Tom? Karaoke? Ka- karaoke. Yeah, that's like the it's go-to ka- song. Karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is, yeah. I'm oh, sure it, I, I'm absolutely sure it is. Oh, well, I've got you an know, announcement. Uh, what's that? It is Mike Veck's birthday. Oh, happy birthday to Mike Veck. Mm-hmm. How'd you find that out? Uh, someone on chat is friends with him on Facebook. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, Mike Veck's a very nice guy. Mm-hmm. I like Mike Veck. All works out in the end. 
But in any case, the one time I talked to Neil Diamond in my life, he uh, did the jazz singer, which was really, he was normally on Columbia Records, but he did the jazz singer for Capitol Records. You know, mm-hmm. the, the movie, The Jazz Singer, was a remake. Yeah. So he called every guy in promotion. There were 22 of us at the time, and he called every one of us. Tom, how are you today, Tom? <laughs> I said, I'm doing very well, Neil. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm a little bit sad to tell you I won't be able to spend the Christmas holidays with you, Tom. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, Did you say, I never invited you, Neil? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. The only guy that ever said that to me was William Shatner. He invited me to come out and spend, Tom, come to my house and for Christmas. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever, William. We should have just shown up. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Neil Diamond, by the way, Andy, you could check this out, the, the most expensive Hollywood divorces, but I think Neil Diamond, his divorce cost him like $200 million. Wow. Yikes. But here's the one I didn't understand. Harrison Ford got divorced. His divorce cost him $425 million. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, he must have had a He's lot a of billionaire. Money. Yeah. I didn't know he was a billionaire. Really? Well, 425, it's getting close. If it's not a billion, it's getting very, very, very close. So it's a 50-50 split, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think so in most states. But, I mean, if you think about his career, he could have just made that on movies. Could he have? I don't think so. Well, maybe. But, you know, with good investment, I mean, doesn't take, you know, you got big money, big investments. Yeah. Doesn't take too many to hit. All right, let me see if Cassie and Catherine are liars. (laughs) <laughs> Don't you wish you were getting divorced from Jeff Bezos? Oh no, man. no, he. <laughs> you know, no, he's Yuck. a creep, isn't he? Yes. Oh God, I can't even look at pictures of him. I get the shivers. No. Well, yeah, I know. He's a very odd. Yeah, cat. It seems mm-hmm. to me that kind of a divorce would be kind of trivial in his case. Just write the check and let's all move on. I mean, it should take. It should say, you know, this billion. Is, yeah. Yeah. You just write, write it up, write it off. Boom. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> 70 billion dollars that's pretty good man not to say she doesn't have it coming if she was she was half of the whole deal she should get half the money i got no problem with that at all but um you know it's just the way life works i guess but yeah i did not realize that that harrison ford was that rich yeah. i had no idea he was that wealthy well how so- accurate are those um you know when you google somebody's wealth their mm. net worth how yeah, accurate can those it's things be? not, not accurate because <laughs> when you google dave schrader's Let's net see. worth Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's when you seriously like i dave's like do it and i, I googled his dave schrader's net worth it says he's worth like 11 million dollars and we just both look at each other oh, and we're like go. yeah right <laughs> i'd sure, like to know where million. that money is <laughs> I think the last time I looked was not that long ago. Somebody sent it to me. Is this right? Because it said I'm worth $2 million. So I don't know if that still says that or not, but that's what it, that's what it. I don't even know where they would get that figure. I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> you're Googling some, how much, how much know, am I worth, honey? There are some $2 det- million still? Some detractions say you're only worth $0.02. Cents. So. Yeah, mm. yep. there is that. Two too. million. Well, like, well, still two million. While you figure that out, we have Ocean Robbins on the phone. Ocean. Yes, thrilled to be with oh. you. Well, it's nice to have you with us because I tell you what, you're gonna you're gonna like this uh, this group we got here today because my <laughs> wife loves the idea of 31 day food revolutions, and I will tell you something, Ocean. This is how it ties in for me. I also like Baskin Robbins. Well, that's true. She does. Yeah, that's true. But in the last in the last year, I went from 317 pounds to 225 pounds. But I still need to be educated. And they do a good job. They they do a good job at, at Nutrimost. Yeah. But I need to be educated on what I found out that I should not eat broccoli or or Brussels sprouts or cabbage or what's the other one. Uh, cauliflower. Uh, cauliflower. Cauliflower, yeah. Goit- exactly, what not... are those called? Goit- goitrogens or something no, like something that? Like that. Apparently they go after you. What they're, is it? They're brassica. Oh. So what does that mean? Brassica. Yes. Well, those are in the brassica family, absolutely. Now, everyone's unique, you know. I hope that makes you feel a little special because you are. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, there's no two uh, people that are exactly the same. The, the um, reality is, though, that there are a lot of studies showing what's good for most people most of the time. And in those studies, uh, brassicas are good for most people most of the time. So they may be not for you, but um, many of us do well with them. Yeah, yeah, I could understand. That's Apparently, it, it, it's, what does it do? It attacks my what? 
It's a thyroid, a thyroid disruptor from some thyroid people, disruptor. I believe. Um, mm. I should mention, though, Ocean, that I am a very muscular guy, so I understand that. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 I like Ocean just being quiet. He's not saying a word. It's like, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not getting in the middle of this one. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah, Good idea. I would say, oh, you got it, you got it. I know. Someone said to me once, "You've got a wonderful face for radio." <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. We hear that. We all hear yeah. that one, Ocean. No, no it, it, you know, but but the thing is that I, you know, I wrote Thirty-One Day Food Revolution, and I'm passionate about health. Uh, some people think, "Oh, are you trying to take away our pleasure, our ice cream?" You know, all you know. And Baskin Robbins tastes pretty darn good. My grandpa founded it, and he brought a lot of smiles and a lot of satisfaction to a lot of people. Um, but we also know that in the long run, uh, the more ice, sugar, and processed foods we eat, um, the more likely we are to get heart attacks and cancer and type 2 diabetes and to be overweight. And so as you're discovering and experiencing, you know, food can be the foundation of health or the foundation of sickness. And we, when we make mm-hmm. certain changes, we can get powerful results. And, you know, many of us think that health comes from the drugstore or from genetics. But the good news is that you have a lot more power than that because health comes from the choices you make. And we could eliminate, you know, 50% of cases of cancer, 80% of heart disease, 90% of diabetes, 90% of obesity just by eating the right foods. Yeah, that would make sense to me. I, I know. Ocean's plan includes 31 simple and affordable step-by-step actions that give you a roadmap to healthy, ethical, and sustainable food. He breaks it down into four parts, detoxify. And what I would do is turn it back over to you, Ocean, since it's your book. The book is called 31 Day Food Revolution, Heal Your Body, Feel Great, and Transform Your World. Detoxify, nourish, gather, and transform. We'll start with detoxify. What's that all about, Ocean? Well, we want to get rid of the bad stuff. I mean, we we live in a chemical soup. The average American is eating 55 pounds of added sugars per year. Our food is saturated with more than 2,000 chemicals with uh, names we can't pronounce. And uh, we are eating a food system that's, you know, full of hormones and antibiotics and pesticides and GMOs. And in this context, eating real healthy food makes you a food revolutionary. Um, but ultimately, I say we've got to get rid of the bad stuff so our bodies can heal. Your body was exquisitely designed to function beautifully, to work perfectly. It knows how to repair. It knows how to heal. It knows how to recover if you just treat it right and give it the right fuel. So detoxify is really about getting rid of the bad stuff, the, the chemicals, the sugars, getting rid of the bad habits that keep you sucked in bad directions. You know, a lot of us think it's our fault that we crave unhealthy foods, and we don't realize we've actually been addicted, and you need to break free from that. And I show the roadmap in Detoxify. And then part two is nourish. That's where we look at high good stuff, the foods that have been proven to fight cancer and heart disease and diabetes. For example, researchers at Rush University in Chicago found that people who ate greens a couple times a day had 11 more years of healthy brain function. That means 11 more years before they would likely get Alzheimer's or dementia. That's a lot of time to think clearly. And then uh, other researchers have found that women who drink green tea twice a day, 50% drop in risk of breast cancer. 50%. When they eat mushrooms daily, 64% drop in risk of breast cancer. If they eat mushrooms and drink green tea, 89% 89% drop in risk of breast cancer. So these things compound, and the same foods that fight cancer also fight heart disease, also fight diabetes, also fight dementia. Put all this together, and we can radically extend our lifespan and our health span. So that's what Nourish is all about. And then part three, gather, is where we look at the social side of food, how you can build your tribe and your community, because we're not just a bunch of lone wolves. Food is social, and a lot of people are suffering from what I call an epidemic of loneliness in the modern world. And loneliness kills faster than cigarettes. So in part three, we look at how you can build your healthy food community to set you up for the the satisfying social environment, to have more love in your life, more connection, and to build it around healthy food. And then lastly, part four is transform. Oh, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. 
Oh, I just was going to mention, I, I have a friend who's been struggling. Um, she's lost a lot you know, weight and she's trying to eat healthier, but her social life is definitely yeah. getting in the way of yeah, that because true. it's like, you know, every, but everywhere she goes, there's just nothing but unhealthy food to eat. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we have a lot of social influences that frankly pull us in the wrong direction. And I say you shouldn't have to fight an uphill battle or feel like you're swimming upstream just to do the right thing for your family. And we also look at the financial side because it shouldn't take your whole paycheck just to eat whole foods. And, right. you know, the reality is right now healthy food can be pretty that. darn expensive. Yeah, yes. exactly. And uh, we got we got So I show how you can eat really well on a budget and actually save money while treating your body right. Um, well, then in part four, transform, we look at the political side of food, and we find out that, that the, the toxic food supply didn't happen by accident. And in fact, we as taxpayers in the United States are literally subsidizing with tens of billions of dollars a year of taxpayer money, junk food, high fructose corn syrup, factory farmed animal products. Twinkies has 14 subsidized ingredients. And we look at how you can be a part of changing all of that simply with your knife and fork and with your votes, how you can help contribute to a healthier food economy and a healthier world. And we look at how food impacts the planet and our water, our topsoil, our climate. The spoiler alert here is that it's a whole lot easier to change the world than you probably ever imagined. Well, that is a good thing. You know, uh, something just happened. My wife, Catherine, who you were just talking to there, we went to Cuba last week for seven days. So we uh-huh. were on a cruise ship. We were on a cruise ship for seven days. There's food everywhere. But what I learned, exactly what you're talking about, from that community of people uh, at the, the place is called Nutrimos, they, they you know, yep. talk to you about this, that. It's all good, clean stuff, and they give you advice. So I went. I, I do a lot of road work, and I've been lifting weights again, and you know, trying because I was a weightlifter when I was younger. So I've been lifting weights again. There was food everywhere. I, I, to me, it seemed like I was eating a whole lot on that ship every day. I got back and I lost three pounds. So if you're eating the right food, you can yeah. eat a ton of food. That's the other thing I wanted to mention. Well, it's true, and a lot of the healthiest foods are actually they fill you up but they're not packed with calories. For example, right. um, you know, I think uh, you can get 100 calories from like 15 cups of fresh spinach or, you know, two Oreos. So, you know, um, you could really – and the spinach comes with lots and lots of fiber and vitamins and minerals, iron, calcium. Oreos don't come with any of that. They just come with a bunch of sugar and chemicals. And interestingly, the studies tell us that when you eat – ultra-processed foods, you actually don't get satisfied or filled up as well, and you end up wanting more. And a lot of us are calorie-rich, but we're actually nutrient-starved. And when you give your body healthy micronutrients, not only vegetables, fruits, they come with lots of water and fiber and vitamins and minerals, they fill you up, they give you that satisfied feeling, and they also give you that deeper nourishment your body really hungers for. Ocean, I need to take a very quick break. Can you stay with us for another another segment? That'd be great. I sure can. Yeah. Fantastic. We'll be right back more with Ocean Robbins, ladies and gentlemen. The book is called 31 Day Food Revolution. Heal your body, feel great, and transform your world. More from Ocean Robbins right after this Tom Bernard Show. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. 
It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life and they can help you too. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. We hung up? Yes, apparently, I don't know if he had to go or what. Oh, he probably got... No, he probably did. He yeah. had to move on to his next one. Well, if he calls back, then we can pop him back on. Yeah. Because what I wanted to hear, I wanted him to come back because I wanted uh, Dr. Basham to talk to him. Because, uh, you know, as a physician, you know a lot about uh, nutrition and health and all that. I'm hoping you know hey, about well, health. I like to think I know something about it. I, I guess, you know, he, you know, and he's not here to, to say anything, but I worry that people have an aversion an aversion for GMO products, which are products that have been genetically modified through uh, mm-hmm. introduction of certain genomes. So whether it's a disease resistance or it's a pest resistance or it's a weed killer resistance, I mean, those things can be put into things. People have an absolute aversion for that thing. It's a, it's, there's a problem with that. It's going to hurt them. Yet at the same time, if, if you're a physician and say, hey, we, you have this condition, and we're going to use some viruses to transfer some genome material, right. in, actually yeah. man-made viruses, not natural viruses, man-made viruses to transfer that into your body. Is that okay? And, and people buy into it immediately, not even thinking that there's anything wrong with it. So there's a, there's a disconnect between you know, genetic modification and genetic modification because it's kind of all the yeah. same thing. And if you, if you change a gene, and you, you release it into the ecosystem, you never know what it's going to do. You, so the same suspicions are always there. So, But in one case, yeah. people are horrified by it. The other case, then they'll accept it. So it's, it's just funny. Well, we've gotten into a situation where everybody's an expert on everything, and everybody knows more than everybody else, and everybody's mm-hmm. got an opinion. And I talked about it this morning, and whether it's far right or far left, I am disgusted by these people who will destroy someone's life because they disagree with them. Yep. When did have we always been there? I suppose you know. Yes, I think we have. But yeah, now probably. we have got the vehicle to destroy lives. Social media. God, it's just so sad. I mean, it's just it's absolutely terrible. No, 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 no. I don't think that people wanted to destroy John F. Kennedy. Uh, conservatives wanted to destroy John F. Kennedy. I don't think they wanted. Mm, I agree with that. And I don't know yeah. that. Any you know, liberals wanted to de- wanted to destroy Richard Nixon. They didn't want him in office based on I think legitimate uh, accusation, yep. legitimate uh, yep. claims. <laughs> I just he wasn't I a nice think man. If, if if people had social media back when you know dinosaurs were roaming the earth, they would have found some way <laughs> of trying to oh, oh, use oh. it to harm people. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I just I, so. I wish people were altruistic, okay. but I don't think they are. I'll give you that. I'll give, I'll give you that. So that there would be uh, this, this anonymity. Be a few. This anonymity. This anonymity is 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 in the vehicle, is is the is a thing that doesn't allows people to do it. And, and I think mm-hmm. uh, I think Andy sort of said it right when he, he said it. It's uh, it's a it's a social media lynching. Yeah, it really yeah, it's is. It's what it is. Yeah, and it's really unfortunate. I mean, people's lives, people's families have been ruined. By social media. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting that Twitter and Facebook would allow that to happen. I cannot believe they allowed that to happen. Well, when, I mean, we talked about that the, the other day. It's like nobody takes the intention 
of what somebody says anymore. You you, you say, uh, I like blue. That means that she hates green yep. and she hates the environment. <laughs> right, right, I mean, that's yeah. how that's where people go. They don't have any thought to what they spew on social media. And that's the scary thing. Well, one big cause of that is postmodernism, which is basically they're being taught that there's no such thing as truth or fact. What what matters yeah, is yep. your truth. So if you think something that's your God. truth and no one can disagree with you because you know it to be true, well, there's no such thing as objectivity. Well, now that's a dangerous thing. It's extremely dangerous. Oh, but it's, it's a dangerous thing because, you know, what if you believe that the Holocaust never happened? What if yeah, you somehow, write, somehow that's never oh, an well, acceptable well, truth. What if you believe that? Uh, the the horrific things that happened during slavery never happened. What if you, you – know, right. there's a thousand things to believe and not believe in. I mean, and you can't be criticized because it's not your truth. It's not your reality. That That's – that's, uh, that's Well, that's I don't think anyone actually believes illness, that postmodernism, like, is, like, a legitimate thing. But what they do believe is that they can use it as an excuse to claim that when someone says this, what they really mean is this, and therefore they must be destroyed. I, it just it, it just amazes me that people. I, I have a question for you. Do you care enough about someone who's done some wrong to you to hate them? I, I doubt it. Well, I'm sure there are unforgivable things. You know, I would say I, I don't know if I would planet. hate someone, but it's just right. I, I don't want to be around them. I don't want to interact with them. I don't want to talk to them. But it's not really hatred. It's just indifference. Yeah, or it's indifference. You could be anger, but but you're not going to waste all of your effort in life on hating someone. It's a complete waste of time. It's a waste of your time. You're wasting your time if you hate anyone. You can dislike them, like like Ralph said. You don't want to be around them. You don't want to spend any time well, with them. Doesn't mean you hate them. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like if you're so angry that all you do is run around and be angry, you're hurting yourself right. more than the other person. The other person doesn't know that you're sitting there obsessed about whatever it is that you're obsessed about. Yeah, that that makes complete that's, sense to me. I just uh, that's why you have to call them up and tell them. <laughs> yeah yeah instead of just sitting there you know on some strange social media sites complaining yeah. constantly it's just yeah. I, I don't know I mean, it's an the, infantile way of handling emotion it is hatred is a complete waste of time because it takes more out of you than it does out of somebody you hate because they don't care if you hate them or not do you think i could possibly care if you hate me i couldn't care less oh, I, I don't even know you no, if somebody I knew, like if you hated me. <laughs> Some yes, people, yes. I would not care for that. If Andy and Alex hated me or my good friends hated me, I wouldn't care for that. But you know, we were talking quite a bit about that. Uh, why would I give a rat's ass if somebody at some media outlet like CARE 11 or some other radio station, you hate me? I couldn't care less. Really? See, I, I mean, I think about that with Donald Trump, how much people hate him, know, that they're willing to do anything yep they'll ruin to, their own lives just to slight him i mean they are it's it's like some sort of a it, it's an it's a weird mental obsession with him how that would be though to every time you go on social media to hear how much people hate your guts it's got to get wearing it, well, i've been it doing it now be. for 35 years <laughs> but i mean I'm, me. yeah uh, well it, yeah, it has gotten to you sometimes. It used to, but not anymore. Yeah, you, the only time it got you've to grown me accustomed when, to it <laughs> when they realized I couldn't give a rat's ass or they hate me not. Then they moved on to you and Andy and Alex. That's when it bothered me. Yeah, that well, bothered me. Quite I've always, I've always subscribed to the feeling that if I don't know you, then how can I be worried about what you think of me? Because right. unless somebody right. I respect says that I'm doing everything wrong and I'm a horrible human being, mm-hmm. then it, it's meaningless Catherine, to me. is this a good time? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Just, Let's go. Is this a good time? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I remember you used to get all mad because Howard Stern was always picking on me and the kids or something. Right. And yeah. I was like, I, I'm like, Tom, I really don't care what Howard Stern has to say yeah. about me because I don't know him. Right. And right. I know he's just doing it to line his own pockets and yeah, to try and, yeah, yeah. and try to hurt other people. And I, I, don't res- I don't respect him for that. So I'm not worried about what he's saying about me. And I'm not, never, ever going to listen to him 
So don't no. worry about it. Well, nobody else does anyway. That whole thing he's got going made a lot of money from it, though. That's, yes. That was his his whole goal was to make money. It was never to be any yeah. good. He's not he, good on the radio. He did, did a your, great job of making a lot of money. Yeah, he did. So that's, he got the job done. But as far as being interesting, you have to understand, he's got a staff of like 22 people that produce that show. Mm-hmm. Come on. Was he NPR? So, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, because no, that would be like 222 people. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they have a huge staffing issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. My the, job is to push this it? one button. We have that a is caller. It's... We have a caller, and who's our caller? It might be our guest, but this is Ocean Robbins. Can you hear me? Uh, oh. Ocean, did you have to go for a few minutes? I'm, I'm glad you came I back. got I got cut off, and then I was waiting for you guys to get me back on, and uh, I, oh, someone texted me. We thought your producer studio might have. So. Oh, I'm yeah. Well, we got about we got anyway, about six minutes. Can you do the six minutes? Glad to be with you. Sorry for the excitement. It's okay. <laughs> I like excitement, Ocean. <laughs> Thanks for calling back. By the way, Ocean, we, right. I decided well, while you were gone, well, I decided that I will listen to everything you say except for Baskin Robbins' Rocky Road. Leave, <laughs> leave that alone. That's all I'm saying. And rum raisin. <laughs> you know, uh, we all, with Rocky Road has a special place because my dad, you know, walked away from the ice cream company to follow his own Rocky Road. Uh, he had a path that was practically paved with golden ice cream, and he said, no, some things are more important than money. And he ended up, you know, um, moving with my mom to a little island off the coast of Canada. When he left the company, he also left any access to the family wealth. So they built a tiny little one-room log cabin, practiced yoga and meditation, named their kid Ocean. That would be me. (laughs) Almost named me Kale, apparently. (laughs) At least it wasn't Plankton. Yeah, Plankton. Uh, Plankton Plankton Robbins. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great life. You know, I would agree with that, Ocean, yes, that we'd all like to be comfortable. But the love of money in this country and around the world, but in the United States, the love of money is way out of control. It really is. It is. And, you know, I've seen folks who are billionaires who don't have their health. And they would give it all up just to be able to run and breathe and live with vitality. So yeah, at the I end of the day, you know, money can make things easier, but love and health are worth so much more. I couldn't agree more. Now, so so did, so you grew up on on in a, in a one room cabin on on an island, is that right? I did, I did. Yep. That's and cool. uh, and then in time, my family moved to California, and my dad wrote a book called Diet for a New America, which became his big bestseller. The media called him the Rebel Without a Cone. And, uh, you know, I love it. He, he, uh, <laughs> he, he inspired a, a lot of people to change their diets for the better, including, as fate would have it, my grandpa Irv, who, uh, you know, always ate the standard American diet plus a double scoop of ice cream. And then he was getting the standard American diseases. He had heart disease and type 2 diabetes and serious weight mm-hmm. problems. His doctor said he, don't, he didn't have long to live unless he made big changes. And guess what? They gave him a copy of my dad's book. Told him to read really? it. Yeah, which which you know, my grandpa did, and uh, he followed his advice. He he cut way down on his meat. He he gave up sugar. He even gave up ice cream because his life oh, was on the line. He he started eating a lot more fruits and vegetables, and he got results. He lost weight. He got off all of his diabetes and blood pressure medications. He added 19 more healthy years to his life. And uh, so we have seen in our family the powerful impact food can have to harm or to heal. And, you know, I'll tell you, if my grandpa could make those changes, he was one stubborn cookie. And he, of all people, had a serious investment in saying that there's no connection between food and health. But he wanted to live. And so he made big changes. And if he could, then maybe there's hope for the rest of us, too. I think you're absolutely right. I think, Ocean, first of all, you sound like you're about 14 years old, so I know you can't be that young, but ballpark, how old are you? That's all that yoga breathing. <laughs> that's the yoga uh, breathing, yeah, exactly. Between 44 and 46, right smack dab in the middle. <laughs> 45, so you're 45 years old. You, you sound yeah. very young. You got a lot of, you're, you're seem very happy with your life. Uh, that's a great thing what your, what your father did for you, don't you think? Your father and you. Oh, I'm so grateful for it. You know, I, re- I really am. And people ask me, oh, you could have been a billionaire. Don't you wish he'd just taken all the money and passed it on to you? And I'm like, no, because you know what? 
you know, I would rather, you know, help, help a billion people live healthier than make a billion dollars any day of the week. And, no, you know, so we get to do something together that actually matters. And um, if I can make a, a living making a difference, isn't that so much more satisfying than making a killing? Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. It's not all about money because, like I said, you'll be laying in your coffin. You can put all the money in there, but you're not going to know it's there. So who cares? I Seriously. Exactly. You live a nice, yeah. happy, comfortable yeah. life. Who cares about how much money someone has? Right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and at the same time, you know, we want to live well. We want to have satisfaction yeah, yeah, and right. pleasure. And I'm saying that, you know, at the end of the day, you'll get more satisfaction from 31 Steps to Health and 31 Day Food Revolution than you will even from 31 Flavors of Ice Cream. Because, oh, I you knew know, you were going to throw that at me, Ocean. <laughs> 31 flavors, 31 days. I like it all. Ocean, you're a tremendous. <laughs> you, have to come, you have to come back more often and talk. I just love talking to you, whether it's about 31-day food revolution or life itself, because I love anybody that stands up and says, I'd rather help a billion people than have a billion dollars. That's a very kind and wonderful thing to say, and I really admire you for saying that. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm glad to come on anytime. All right. I look forward to it, Ocean. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Ocean Robbins, ladies and gentlemen, 31-Day Food Revolution. Heal your body, feel great, and transform your world. Go out and get it today because he knows what the hell he's talking about. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you. Do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Samantha, who started as a customer service rep and is now operations manager. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. God, I love this song. It's a hell of a song, don't you think? Yeah, it's a good cruising in your car song. The windows down. It certainly is. It's all true. It's a big Roberts Day. We got Ocean Roberts and Jesse Roberts. We're gonna have Roberts. Oh, it's Robbins. Oh. Ocean Baskin Roberts. <laughs> Since when is it Baskin Roberts? Mm. Oh yeah. They only have fourteen oh, yeah. flavors. <laughs> yeah, they only happens? got fourteen flavors. I had ice cream last night. And my brain's clogged. Baskin Roberts, very very good. <laughs> Uh, how about Christopher Roberts, who had, uh, you know, a wonderful guy. Michael and Del Roberts. We Michael have a caller. Roberts. <laughs> we have a caller. Yes. And the caller is? I don't know. Hello. Whoa. Hello. Hello. How you Hello. doing? Hello. Good. How are you? Hello. Not too bad. <laughs> okay, this now? is not working. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Okay. Hello. <clears throat> Just move Hello. All right, Hello. we're gonna we're gonna. Yeah, what? Well, we'll get. You can call back yeah, tomorrow because we, we have a guest coming up. Yeah, and apparently the phone is anyway. yeah. Not <laughs> Hello. Bad connection. Yeah. Hello. Sorry. That was Joe from Louisville. I, I yeah. got that much. But yeah, Joe, just call in tomorrow because that'll be good because we uh, we'll figure it out. But we heard the line behind you, so you must be back yeah. to work. So that's good. Ding ding ding. Don't you think? Uh, is Jesse uh, on the phone? 
Not yet, but she Not yet, should okay. be calling any second. <clears throat> well, that'll be fine. Uh, Jesse Roberts, Backroads boss lady, happiness ain't a side hustle, straight talk and creating the life you deserve. See, it's all we do here on the Tom Bernard Show is give, give, give. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks for everybody jumping <laughs> on the side. Uh-huh. I really appreciate that. Yeah, Tom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your altruism <laughs> underwhelms us. It underwhelms Okay, well, I could try harder. No, but, but I do like having guests on like Ocean Robbins and Jesse Roberts because we're talking about things that could actually make you happy, unlike watching the damn news these days. Good God, it pisses me off to watch the news. I, I, do you guys even watch it? Well, no. I, I refuse. No, no. no. I was wondering if there's studies that show, is this the highest time of the year for people to go on diets because summer's coming up yes and so yeah it's a good time vacations yeah i i ate so much on the cruise as well i mean they have a 24-hour buffet which does not help all you can eat bacon (laughs) (laughs) which i did i know what is with the vats and vats of bacon are they trying to kill people oh i don't know but it smells delicious and it's gluten-free so i'm like i'll eat all the bacon i can eat and and, but yeah cruise ships though there are a very they're very accommodating people with food allergies and preferences yeah Yeah, they are they're really good they they asked they asked me if you know do you have food allergies so they know ahead of time before you even get on the ship who you are and if you need to be gluten-free and that Wonderful. way they know they have enough gluten-free options for you. We ate at the Teppanyaki Grill, which is a hibachi Japanese uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. restaurant on the ship. And they, I had vegetable fried rice for the first time in months because they Love made it. sure they had gluten-free soy sauce to make the fried mm. rice for me, oh, yeah, okay. which was so delicious. And they used rice noodles instead of regular noodles and... Yeah, so I was pretty impressed, and I can't. I'm going to be going on the Jericho Cruise two in January, so I'm looking forward to that to see what I can get to eat on that cruise. What well, cruise line you. are? Is it, it the same oh, cruise line? Go. It's Norwegian. That's the cruise uh, line that they the, use. I've heard they're very nice. Yes, they're. Well, what's Vi- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what's Viking? Isn't that Norwegian as well? No, Viking is Viking. Norwegian's Norwegian. No, but I don't mean that. But isn't it a Norwegian company? I don't. Oh, uh, or is it a carnival uh, carnival company? Because that's a, they have a bunch of cruise lines too. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely do. But yeah, Cassie, you're right. The food is always there, and it's absolutely delicious. The food we had on that on on that cruise was tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, and thanks to Katie Harms and Dana Harms and Andy and Cass uh, Stillman and uh, well, everybody on. I, look. I, just terrific people on the deal. Todd and uh, Cindy, another couple that was with us, threw a birthday, an early birthday party for your mom and surprised the hell out of her. I we're know. In, we were in the boardroom on the ship. That was unbelievable how they, they, how they got that taken care of. I don't know how she does it. I don't either, but she got it done. But the food was stunningly good. Oh, mm-hmm. God, it was good. Now, did you... That's why I was worried... It, did you guys take like a full size cruise ship, or is it something a little smaller? Yeah, Viking. Uh, just I, I think two or three years ago, they decided to do some ocean voyages as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they but they are not like gigantic, like a Carnival or a or no. Norwegian cruise line. They're still smaller. It's like what a thousand people? From what I understand, it can accommodate like twelve hundred people, oh, but okay. they choose to have like nine hundred and I don't know sixty something because they want bigger open spaces. They don't want to cram people into the ship. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. That it, it really did not feel crowded at not all. Not at all. Not at all. And the great thing about that is for for people like me because I do work out every day now since I lost all that weight because I like to maintain that I put on some muscle, which I'm very happy about. But you got nine decks, man. You walk from deck one up to deck nine. That's about two and a half miles. Mm-hmm. It's about a quarter mile quarter mile per deck. Okay, so the founder of Viking. He is a Norwegian That's billionaire. That's what I thought. I thought so. Torstein Hagen. Torstein Hagen Dazen. He now resides in Lucerne. We got Hagen Dazen, Baskin Robbins. We got them all covered today, so that's good. 
No, it, it, so Cassie, did you just love it just sitting on there and everybody kind of left you alone? Although it was so damn cool, like I said, running into seven people that were listeners to the KQ Morning mm-hmm. Show on the podcast. That was, was weird. Cool. Yeah. It was really that unbelievable. Was, yeah. There it were was, quite a few people from Minnesota on the cruise, yeah, too. They were. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of weird, though, because like the last night there, everyone was like dressed up as zombies. So you're sitting across tables oh, dear. <laughs> trying to eat dinner <laughs> with people having flesh hanging off their face and stuff like that. But other than that, the people are great. The staff on the ships are great. I mean, when we walk into the buffet, they have one lady with a spray bottle with hand sanitizer to spray your hands when you walk in. And then there's another guy playing a guitar singing a happy song as you walk in. They love their job. They love having all these different types of people come on these ships. And they're very polite. And, yeah, it, it doesn't feel overly crowded. Um, it sucked the last night though, because they were supposed to have a concert and everything outside by the pool, but Mm -hmm. it was so humid and hot that it was foggy and at night. It looked like it yeah. rained outside because there was so much condensation building up on the yep. deck of the ship. People were slipping yep. and falling. So they're like, we oh. need to move everything inside so nobody gets hurt. But other than that, I, I, lo- I, my first cruise was last October. I was scared by going on this cruise. I'm like, great, I'm going to be stuck on this ship with all these right. germs and people. It. and yeah. Smells. I yes smells, <laughs> but oh, I God, loved it. To you. I loved it. Yeah, there are some smells on the ship. <laughs> really? We didn't have any smells, did we? Well, would you parts. would you cram oh, a bunch of people into it? You know, especially like wrestlers, and <laughs> oh. you know, the elevators can get a little funky. But <laughs> other than Catherine that, I, that's why we took the stairs. Catherine and I are in the gym. We're working out. We're lifting weights. Oh, Catherine's yeah. lifting. I'm lifting weights. This woman comes in. She stands there for a normal looking lady. Normal looking woman. She stands there for about one minute and all of a sudden she rushes out of she the room. She crop dusted, man. She dropped she dropped a fart in there. It was unbelievable. And it, it wouldn't go away. Yeah, it was it was a drop to your knees and gasp oh, for God. air fart. So, it so was my comment unbelievable. Was, so my comment was accurate. And yes, there are there's certain bodily smells and odors that really accompany you on those closed quarters. Well, yeah, but you can get that at any gym in America. Exactly. Yes, you can. I know, but at a gym in America, they have air, con- or they have, uh, air circulation and HVAC systems to get rid of it. Clearly, they didn't get rid of it as quickly as you would have liked in that gym. Well, this one was this one was oh. a, this one was a heavy funk. <laughs> Most of the space is outdoors, so. Why not just go outside? Yeah. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Well, well no, the, gym's the gym, the there. gym's inside. Well, yeah, but you yes. can go outside. Yeah. Well, to yes. fart, you mean? <laughs> yes. She yeah, could have gone she outside have to fart. Definitely gone oh, outside to fart. Do you, how long were you guys on the the cruise ship for? Like, seven days. Seven days. Do, uh, yep. For some reason, I get seasick a couple days after getting off a cruise ship than I do on a really? on the ship. Oh, that's weird. I'll be walking Are you down Dramamine? the. Dramamine. Yeah, I have to take Dramamine like a day after I get home from a cruise. Really? Yeah, because I'll be walking oh, down the... Oh, you get that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'll be walking down the hallway, and it feels like the hallway's swaying mm-hmm. back and forth like I'm on a ship. Well, that's just a hangover. That's all that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's no, be honest I'll be here. laying in bed, and I feel the bed yeah. moving like I'm on a ship. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that weird. even from a day at the beach. I'll, I'll go and you know, try to go to sleep, and I can feel... I can feel the tide. I don't know what that is. It's so weird. First the tide. Oh, the reason Joe was calling in, King Kong Bundy, the wrestler, died. Another wrestler. A lot of wrestlers have died King lately. King Kong Bundy. That's really too bad. An interesting uh, name. I I loved, yeah, you get Ted Bundy and then King Kong, and you put them together, and instead of going with, like, <laughs> Ted the Gorilla, you go with King Kong Bundy. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, it, it, that is a very, very difficult lifestyle, and Catherine is, uh, can tell you that because we've had friends that have been professional wrestlers, and uh, unfortunately, one of our closest friends died at 42 years old. So, Jesus. It's King just, Kong Bundy yeah, weighed yep. 467 pounds. Well, that'll do it. Was six foot six inches oh, in God. height. Yeah. And he was also a stand-up comedian. Yes, he was. I yeah. did not know that. So, Joe, thank you for, for calling that in and sending it in by text as well, because King Kong Bundy. But Catherine, was that a weird part of when I started introducing you to people like that? What? 
Like professional wrestlers and all that. Yeah, stuff. professional wrestlers are weird. So <laughs> she would get what. What I love about <laughs> this woman bit, sitting to weird. my right is all these gigantic, strong, just huge men, like six foot three and two hundred seventy-five pounds of pretty much solid muscle. Not a whole hell of a lot of fat on those bodies. And she'd get in like nose to nose shouting mm. matches. I with grew them. up with large brothers. <laughs> yeah, you did. Your brothers are big. They don't too. scare me. That is very true. But it was so great to sit and watch, and, well, particularly you and Hawk from the Road Warriors used to get in these arguments. It was just, I would sit back and watch. It was unbelievable. It was wonderful. One of my favorite Actually, things is. I, I rather enjoyed it. <clears throat> I know you did. <laughs> but And I, I miss the Hawkster. He was such a nice man. Yeah. I just loved the guy. And, and look, Animal's a great guy, too. I, I, don't, I don't talk to Animal much anymore. I haven't seen him in a long time, but. But Hawkster, he was something else. He would get in arguments with Catherine. He, and they had an argument about Desiree Washington. Was she raped by Mike Tyson? Hawk didn't think she was. Catherine thought she was. So I got an argument. And he gets all frustrated. And he goes, <sighs> she took off her panty liner. <laughs> they are, they are really, a, that's your argument? a crazy bunch of people. Yeah, we I had a yes. blast watching them and hanging out with them because we had like a VIP area. And I was like standing there next to Diamond Dallas Page and all that. And we were, they're just so fun. They're just got this energy about them that they're just. They got so, energy. Well, that, yeah, they yeah. did. But they're just, I don't know. I can't really pinpoint it. They're just, they're, they're full of fun and energy and yeah, like, they are. They everything are. is just um enhanced for them i think i guess that's what you could say yep. they're just they're fun yep. to hang out with and i can't wait to do it again no they are i loved that whole you know whether it was professional most of the professional athletes i lifted weight weights with were were offensive linemen mm-hmm. dave huffman and john alt and people like that and these are gigantic, strong people, man. And it's just to watch them. It's like, good God, these guys are strong. Oh, they're very athletic. And the Road Warriors? Oh, my God. Yeah, they are. They're unbelievable. But just another, you know, there's another time in my life I had so damn much fun. And, of course, Animal and Hawk owned, owned the Zuba business, so they gave me about 800 <laughs> pairs of Zubas, and Catherine really got sick of those. Well, you didn't have to wear them every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that argument. They're comfortable. But, uh, you know. That was the argument. <laughs> that was the argument. Well, they're full of holes, so they're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you one thing about Zubas. That was my robe. Because I know we have to go in 30 seconds, but I'll tell you this about Zubas. You could eat everything in sight, and your pants never get tight with Zubas. <laughs> you can go from... That's dangerous territory right there. <laughs> it's dangerous I call territory. Those, yeah. I call those grow-with-me pants. The, the ultimate cruise yeah, wear. That's right. They're called, the yeah, they're cruise, cruise ship pants. That's right. The hidden elastic waistbands. Yes, they had the hidden elastic waistbands. It's absolutely true. I tell you what, it was. I, I wish uh, we could have talked to Jesse Roberts, but she was unavailable. So let we try to track her down oh. for maybe next week or later this week or something. But Ocean Robbins was a terrific guest. Loved having him on. And, of course, thank you to Mike Lindell. Always very responsive. And I'm that just getting sick of seeing you every day. That's all I'm So doing. funny. It is very funny. A deranged <laughs> pillow-hugging creep. I know. I read that tweet like a week ago. I'm like, what? Unbelievable. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a great day.